At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of the Charlotte Hornets, brought to you by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of your Charlotte Hornets. Rob Longo with you after a winning edition of the Hornets Hivecast as Charlotte stings Minnesota last night, 121-113 up in the Great White North. Don't look now, Hornets have now won three in a row considering that two-game winning streak that they were able to put together prior to the All-Star break. Hornets were able to pick up where they left off last night in an eight-point win, a very resilient win. Some great performances from guys like LaMelo Ball, P.J. Washington, Gordon Hayward, all with big, big performances for the Hornets last night. And it's also a game day edition of the HHC as Charlotte will be on the second night of a back-to-back tonight against the Miami Heat. Heat are also on the second night of a back-to-back, but we will save all of those little details for you in our game preview coming up here in a few minutes. Right now, though, want to introduce the one and only lead writer of Hornets.com, Sam Perley. Sam, we were talking about this before we started recording. First off, Welcome. It's been a minute since we've done a podcast considering the All-Star break, and it's also been a while since we had a winning edition of the Hornets Hivecast after a road game, as this is the first win that Charlotte has had on the road since January 21st on the road at Atlanta. Now, albeit they have had a lot of home games here as of late, but it does snap a seven-game road losing streak last night, and the Hornets did it in pretty emphatic fashion. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. It's always uh, always good to be on here, and, and we don't have to talk any silver linings. It makes it even better, too, so uh, ready to dive into last night's game for sure. So let's go ahead and get right to it. The Hornets led this one by five after the first quarter, 37-32. to Kelly Oubre made his first appearance in 24 games, recovering from that hand surgery. This is his first action since December 29th. He got in the ball game there early on in the first quarter. Uh, Hornets shot 63% from the field there in that first frame, 3-4 beyond the arc. They were also 10-11 of 11 from the free throw line. That's a little bit of a storyline that we're going to follow here in a few moments, but Charlotte did get in some foul trouble there. Mark Williams picked up two quick fouls, not even five minutes in 
into the game. Nick Richards had his second foul at about the 345 mark. He even picked up his third foul about 32 seconds into the second quarter as well. So the bigs were definitely in trouble. P.J. Washington also had some foul trouble there in the second quarter as well. But Charlotte was still able to maintain a lead going into the locker room 72-64. to Charlotte able to shoot about 56% from the field in that first half as LaMelo Ball was on triple-double pace. Once again, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Anthony Edwards was putting a show on on the other side for Minnesota. He had 15 at halftime. Then we go to the third quarter. Pretty tenuous back and forth. It felt like Charlotte was going to lose the lead at one point, but the Hornets were able to take a 96-89 to lead going into the fourth quarter as both teams started to struggle a little bit shooting from the field. Then we go to the fourth frame. Very back and forth there, especially early on as Minnesota was able to take their first lead in the second half there in the fourth quarter. Hornets were able to come back, though. A little bit of back and forth. Some interesting calls down the stretch there. There was a Minnesota challenge with about 2.42 left to go with the game tied at 109. There was an unsuccessful challenge. Terry Rozier was able to go to the free throw line, get two shots. Hornets took the lead, and they were able to close on a 14-4 run there in the final three minutes and 59 seconds to pick up a 121-113 win. A lot of winning plays there down the stretch. LaMelo finishes with a game-high 32 points. Anthony Edwards... Got outdueled by LaMelo. He finishes with 29 points. Both players, a tip of the cap because they both played very, very great games. It was a lot of fun to watch. And Sam, I guess the one footnote to this before we really dive into the nuts and bolts of this game is I think this is what a lot of people imagined when these two guys came into the league a couple of seasons ago where, yes, they only play each other twice a season because of the Eastern Conference, Western Conference situation. And we haven't really seen a whole lot of LaMelo versus Anthony, of course, over the, the first couple of seasons. But they're always going to be compared. They were both, you know, selected top three in the draft. And Edwards, obviously, the first overall pick. LaMelo, the third overall. These guys are always going to be compared for a very long, long time. But at least in yesterday's game, they lived up to that billing of number one versus number three. Yeah, and I think there's a, the comparison, and I think there's also going to be a little bit of a, a kind of a natural rivalry between the two, and I think it's it's a competitive thing. I don't think that there's any sort of animosity or anything like that. Uh, they were obviously both top three picks in the same draft. Lamelo, uh, you know, won Rookie of the Year, and then I think Anthony Edwards was second, if I, if I recall, the same year, and they've both been an all-star already within their first three seasons. I mean, they're both really tremendous talents, and it's interesting watching them go head-to-head that they're they're as as good and, and talented as they are. They play such unique, you know, different styles from one another. And Edwards is really, you know, we don't get to see him a whole lot, as you said, play the Hornets because they only face twice a year. But and he is so strong and has such good burst, particularly when he gets to the basket. So he's a handful, and he played really well last night. And then obviously Lamella did too. So uh, it's it's interesting and fun to watch because there is sort of this like. I think familiarity between the two, I think they know kind of the history, but I don't think it's anything that's, um, you know, like they don't like each other or anything like that. I think it's all in competitive fun and good nature. So that, that was a lot of, uh, that would made last night's game a lot of fun just seeing those two guys go head to head. All right, so now to the nuts and bolts of the thing. Again, Hornets win last night, 121 to 113. Uh, biggest takeaway for me there in the game yesterday, Sam, and this kind of reflects in the box score as well when you take a look at it, is at the end of the day, Minnesota shot better than the Hornets. The Timberwolves shot about 49.5% from the field. Charlotte was about 46.7%. 
Three-point shooting was not much to be desired on either side. The Hornets were 10 of 28. Minnesota was 11 of 33. But the game came down to two things, I think. Came off to points off turnovers as Minnesota turned the ball over 16 times. It resulted in 19 Charlotte points. And the biggest one for me is the free throw disparity. As the Hornets go to the free throw line 28 times, they convert on 25. On the other side, Minnesota goes 10 of 16 from the charity stripe. And the crazy thing about it there for a while was that Charlotte was whistled for more fouls than the Timberwolves that changed at the end of the game. But for the majority of the contest, it was the Hornets that were fouling more than the Timberwolves. But the Hornets did a good job driving to the basket, getting the contact, getting the foul call. And it kind of reflects, too. When you have a guy like Rudy Gobert on the other side for Minnesota, the points in the paint are probably going to go in favor of them, just the way it is. It wasn't that big of a disparity, though. Points in the paint yesterday, 62-54 to advantage in favor of the Timberwolves. Keep in mind, too, Minnesota hasn't had Carl Anthony Towns for quite some time with that calf strain, and he didn't play last night either. But at the end of the day, the Hornets were able to somewhat keep Gobert in check. He had 17 points, 10 rebounds. He also had three blocks, but it's just kind of a natural game that I think that Gobert plays because of his size and his athletic ability. But again, I think the biggest thing for me was those free throws and the fact that the Hornets just executed better down the stretch. In that fourth quarter, Minnesota turned the ball over four times. Hornets turned the ball over just once. And again, they were able to hold them in check a 14-4 run in the final four minutes to win the ball game. Those were the biggest numbers for me out there from last night's game, Sam. Definitely agree. The free throw shooting was really good. I think that was their third best single game free throw percentage. They were 18 of 20 in the first half. And another big thing about Minnesota, besides that 10 of 16 mark, is they only took one free throw attempt in the second half and missed it. So Charlotte did a really good job of not giving away points on the other side of the line or on the other side of the floor at the line. Really, really impressive. They won the rebounding battle by seven. I thought that was really good considering how talented Rudy Gobert is down low. Uh, you mentioned the paint scoring, but when Mark and Nick had to go to, the, uh, go to the bench with foul trouble in the first half, I thought P.J. Washington did a great job of kind of stepping up and, getting that, and taking over some of the small ball five minutes while they could you know, burn some time in order to kind of stretch out Mark and Nick's minutes a little bit to get them back in the second half. So uh, I thought that defending without fouling, which I guess ties into the free throw shooting in the second half, was really, really big for Charlotte. And they got to the line and they hit their free throws. I mean, uh, sometimes it's a little challenging with the way the Hornets want to play if they're kind of the game is constantly being slowed down by fouling. But they did a really good job in the second half getting stops and then turning those stops and those live ball rebounds into transition points the other way too. So really, really good effort. And obviously the plays down the stretch, I mean, they made you know, every single play it felt like they needed to make in that final two or three minutes. They made it, which included, I think, four made free throws by P.J. and Terry. They each hit two apiece. Gordon had a couple big shots. Lamelo had the big three. Mark Williams had a big had a big block too. So really, really impressive the way they were able to uh, execute down the stretch and just make all the plays they needed to do to pull this one out. Couldn't have said it better myself. Hornets went at one twenty one to one thirteen last night. Improved to eighteen and forty three on a campaign three game winning streak. It has happened before, not this season though, as this is the first three game spurt for the Hornets, the longest of the season. Of course, with that said, Charlotte will look to make it four in a row today against the Miami Heat. We will have your game preview here in a few more moments. But again. A lot to talk about after last night's win. We have to go with our top performers segment that comes your way right after this on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's a winning edition of the HHC. Rob Longo and the lead writer of Hornets.com, Sam Perley, with you today. Sam, time now for our top performers. There were a lot of them, a couple of them, of course, in double figures. You talk about Gordon Hayward, P.J. Washington, LaMelo Ball. Those are kind of the front runners. There are some other ones in there, and I might have to give a tip of the cap to a couple of them. But with all those things said, I will allow you to go first. Who is your top performer from last night's game? Yeah, mine's going to be an easy one. It's LaMelo Ball again. You know, it's He's been rolling right now, entered the All-Star break just on fire, refreshed, recharged a little bit, came out playing even better basketball maybe than when he entered it. Had 32 points last night, which was almost a season high, shot efficiently, uh, had 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals. I don't think he had a turnover in the first half, only finished with 3. Just really, really good start to the game. I think he was a big reason the Hornets got off to such a good start offensively, played controlled, didn't feel like he, he was sped up at all. And, and sometimes coming out of the break, you know, it was mentioned a lot that you never really know kind of where guys are at being off the floor for so long. And I thought it was really important for the Hornets that LaMelo came out and kind of set the tone a little bit and played controlled and, and kind of got the team into a flow uh, and then made some big plays down the stretch. Obviously the big three pointer that I think doubled the lead from three to six with about one twenty to go kind of felt like the biggest shot of the game for the Hornets too. So he was really, really good. Five straight double doubles. That's a career high. Now uh, the longest by a Hornet player in five years. So uh, let's see if he can keep it rolling tonight. Mello on the left side. Step back three for the lead. Got it. LaMelo Ball rattles home another Lowe's drilling three-point shot. That's his fourth of the game. He's got 29. Charlotte back up 105-104. 
it's hard to say almost anything that we haven't covered here over the course of his career here in Charlotte. I mean, the kid's just special. There's no other way to put it. I mean, he's just been on a heater, especially as of late. We were a little worried, I think everybody really was, between the winning streak that the Hornets had before the All-Star break and the way that LaMelo's playing. It was almost like you didn't want the All-Star break to happen because you were afraid that maybe there was going to be a little bit of rust that was added on to those wheels over the week and a half off that they had, but certainly no rust on the Hornets last night, of course, in that win, and especially no rust on LaMelo Ball again. Was on pace for a triple-double. Slowed down a little bit, two assists shy of that triple-double, 32-10-8. Also had a pair of steals out there, and he was another positive in the plus-minus. He was a plus-10 out there. Uh, by far, just a great, great performance from LaMelo Ball. A couple of turnovers in there, but that's expected. I mean, he has the ball in his hands so many times throughout the game. He played 40 minutes last night and was able to come up here for the Hornets. Five of nine from beyond the arc. His three-point shooting has been really, really good as of late as well. I think that's kind of something that's been kind of swept under the radar a little bit because the knock-on LaMelo when he came out into the NBA draft was the fact that he was not a good long-distance shooter. He has certainly changed that narrative. There's only... Five guys in the month of February that have had 30 or more made three-pointers. That was, of course, prior to the start of last night's game. Klay Thompson, Buddy Heald, Michael Porter Jr., Damian Lillard, LaMelo Ball. That is the list. That is uh, some pretty elite company, especially when it comes to that three-point shooting as well. So, again, easy, easy, easy decision to take LaMelo Ball. For me, of course, I have to go in a different way. I'm going to take Gordon Hayward. Kick to the corner. Gordon Hayward. Catch with the right hand. Spins away from McDaniels, drives through a double team, up and under, laying is good, count it on a foul. Gordon Hayward split a double team with a great spin move and then put it up off the window for two. That play by Gordon was absolutely phenomenal last night. Came early in the game, but it was a big, big and one out there. That made it an 11-point advantage in the second quarter. Gordon Hayward with a season high in points and rebounds last night. He goes for 27 points, 13 rebounds. Also had five assists out there as well. Over his last five, Gordon's been playing very well, averaging about 19.5 points per game, a little bit over five rebounds per game, five assists per game. He's almost at two steals on average as well, and he's shooting at about a 57, 58% clip, and he's shooting 59% from beyond the arc. I know he doesn't take a ton of threes, but when he does, they end up finding the bottom of the well. Last night was a great example, two or three from beyond the arc. I can't overstate how great Gordon Hayward has played. I know it's always been the thing with him, especially since he's gotten to Charlotte, is when he's healthy and it hasn't happened as much as people want it to. And of course, that has been an issue for this entire Hornets team this season. But when he's healthy, he is a difference maker. And last night was no different, Sam. Yeah, he was really, really good. And I want to say he had maybe 17 points in the first half was a big reason for the the 72 points they had in the first two quarters. And what really stuck out to me is he had at least two, I want to say maybe even three baskets in the third quarter or early fourth quarter where the Hornets were kind of in a little bit of a drought. Minnesota was on maybe like a eight to two or 10 to two run. And it seems like he always kind of like he had a couple baskets that maybe at the time didn't feel key, but felt like they were significant enough to kind of cut off a little bit of Minnesota's momentum. They would have something building and then Gordon would hit a basket and then it would kind of spark like a little four Oh or six Oh stretch or he hit a three-pointer, and then maybe at that time they don't feel so big, but looking back, they re- he really kind of hit a few key baskets there in the third quarter and maybe the start of the fourth that really sort of slowed down any momentum that Minnesota might have been building that really could have swung the game the other way, 
you know, Hornets were up eight or nine, it'd get to two or three and then go back to six or seven. I mean, they did a good job kind of weathering uh, Minnesota there in that third quarter. And then Minnesota again went on the run there in the fourth quarter. Gordon was part of the, the stretch there at the end, making a couple big plays and had the floater there, I think with under a minute left that uh, eventually sealed it. So yeah, really, really good. I mean, he was everywhere especially on the rebounding front they did a really really good job of getting rebounds and pushing the pace the other way again a couple of other cap tips out there as well mark williams had a huge block with about a minute 53 left to go it was a 112 to 109 hornets lead mark was able to block anthony edwards of course anthony was in his bag last night 29 points in that contest but mark was able to stuff him pj got the ball was fouled went to the free throw line to hit both foul shots and made it a five-point spread with a little under two minutes left to go gave the Hornets some cushion and again Mark Williams is a guy that had a lot of foul trouble in the game yesterday every Hornets center basically including PJ Washington as a stretch five he finishes with four fouls as well but Mark Williams picked up those two early he only played 17 minutes but he was clean the rest of the way he sat on the bench at about the 704 mark of the first quarter with two fouls, he finishes the game with two fouls. Great job for Mark Williams playing great defense without fouling in last night's game. Hornets win at 121 to 113. We'll look to make it four in a row and we'll look to even the season series against the Miami Heat tonight. We will have your game preview right after this here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Yeah, I think we're starting to build it here. Um, as guys come back into the lineup, that's what I was talking about, you know, being able to have not just a rhythm for yourself individually, but a rhythm within within multiple teammates, running two-man plays, three-man plays. You kind of start to build some chemistry like that. So it's good to have guys back. You know, it's we've got another one tomorrow. So uh, hopefully we can get back home and start start our recovery process and get ready for, for tomorrow night. That's Gordon Hayward after last night's 121-113 win, talking about the chemistry that this team has finally been able to build after being injured for the majority of the season and how they will look to flip the page and continue that success against the Miami Heat tonight. Rob Longo and the lead writer of Hornets.com, Sam Perley, with you here on today's edition of the Hornet Tivecast, as always presented by Santa. Sam, time now for our game preview. Let's go ahead and get into this one. A couple of news and notes before we get to our players to watch and our stat to watch for both sides. Going into this game, Hornets came off that win at the end of January against the Miami Heat here at the Hive. It was a 122-117 to 117 win. Terry Rozier had a game-high 31 points. P.J. Washington had a pretty big game as well. He finished with 27. LaMelo Ball doing LaMelo Ball things. He had 19-7-7 seven, and seven as a stat line in this one. So going into last night's contests, Miami was a half game behind New York for six in the Eastern Conference. Miami lost New York won, so the Knicks at least were able to extend that lead on Miami for the final non-play-in tournament berth into the postseason if the season was to end today, of course. But Miami got their doors blown off in Milwaukee last night. The Bucks win it 128-99. So again, Milwaukee has been on a bit of a heater. They just won their 13th consecutive game. It's the longest streak in the NBA this season. They only had Giannis Antetokounmpo for six minutes last night. He left with knee soreness, but it didn't matter because Miami's kind of retooled this roster via the buyout market here over the last week or so. The starting five for last night's game, Kyle Lowry was out with knee soreness, so we'll see what his status is for tonight's game. Obviously, don't have it for the recording of this podcast, but here was the starting five for Miami last night. Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and Gabe Vincent. And because that game got out of hand so quickly, it was Miami trying to rest the starters. The guy that played the most minutes last night was Tyler Hero, and he had played 28 minutes. So you had guys like Max Struess, Caleb Martin were eating up a lot of minutes, Duncan Robinson had a lot of minutes out there as well, and Cody Zeller is another guy that was brought in via the free agency buyout market, that sort of thing here after everything was settled with the trade deadline. So a little bit of a different roster that we've seen from this Miami team thinking that it's going to put them over the top with some of these older, more veteran guys that are trying to have one last gasp more or less here at a run at a NBA title here, Sam. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting situation that the Heat are in right now. It's going to look a little bit different than the first time the Hornets have played them, first few times the Hornets have played them this year. And uh, that can be a little bit of a challenge. I mean, you, for Miami, you know, you're kind of working things out a little bit, uh, you know, different rotations, different lineups. You've got some guys coming back from injuries. I know Duncan Robinson was out for a while. Um, I think he's been back for a few games now. Guys taking on different roles. So uh, Miami's a veteran team. They're obviously very, very tough. They always kind of seem to figure these things out. Obviously very good defensively. Uh, and another thing is they're really good on back-to-backs. They're 5-3 and three this year on the second night of back-to-backs, which uh, going into last night was the sixth best win percentage in the league too. So just because it's going to be some different faces, they always seem to kind of find a way. They're always tough. They're always a tough team to play against. We've seen that time and time again. So I don't think tonight will be any different, but the Hornets play like they did in the last meeting back in January. I think they got a good shot again tonight. All right, Sam, you know how this works. We need players to watch for each side and a stat to watch. Where would you like to begin? 
yeah, my Hornet to watch is going to be Gordon Hayward. I know we just spoke with him, uh, spoke about him just you know a few segments ago, but uh, coming off one of his best games of the season, second double double, season highs, points, rebounds, third twenty point game in the last four outings. So it, it, the Hornets' offense just rolls when he is playing the way he is, and you've got Lamelo out there, and you've got Terry out there, and you've got so many different ball handlers that can push the pace and get the ball up the floor. Uh, I mean, it just this is what the offense I think is what they kind of hoped it was looking to be when all the guys were healthy and kind of spacing out a little bit more too. So he's going to be my guy to watch. He shot over 50% his last four games or actually last six games. So he, he seems to be kind of finding a flow after missing all that time with the injury. So hopefully Gordon kind of keep things on track tonight and, and have another big performance on both ends for the Hornets. Solid pick. I like it. Obviously he was my top performer from last night for me. I have a couple of different options open. I think I'm going to go with Terry Rozier just because he had a little bit of an off night last night in Minnesota. He finishes with nine points, just not a good night shooting, two of 10 from the field, over five beyond the arc. Did go five of six from the free throw line, which was promising considering that he was able to realize that, hey, the shot's not working tonight. I'm going to try to drive and create contact and get to the free throw line to get my points. Three rebounds, five assists as well. A couple of steals, tried to get involved defensively, just wasn't his night, and that happens in the NBA. You play 82 times. Not everybody's going to be perfect all 82 times. So just an off night for T-Row. I look for him to bounce back against the Miami team that he seems like he always really enjoys playing. So Terry Rozier is going to be my player to watch tonight. And of course, he did miss that game against San Antonio prior to the All-Star break with that injury. It always takes guys maybe a little bit of time coming back second third game just to get the legs underneath them and that sort of thing and of course that all-star break probably didn't help either just in terms of the timing and the game speed and that sort of thing so Terry is here hoping that he has a bounce back game tonight against the Miami Heat that leaves us with a Miami player to watch and a stat to watch where would you like to go next Mr. Pearlie real quick I really like that Terry pick and I thought it was a good sign for the Hornets that even though Terry kind of had an off night they were able to get some big performances from across from other guys on the roster uh, to kind of, you know, make up for it a little bit too. So uh, my heat player to watch is going to be, I think it has to be Jimmy Butler. I mean, the guy is just so good, great three level score, very tough, very good defensively, always seems to hit big shots for this team against the Hornets in the first three games against Charlotte this season, averaging almost 28 points, eight rebounds and six assists, shooting nearly 70%. And the biggest thing for the Hornets is don't send him to the foul line. He's taken already 29 free throw attempts against the Hornets this season. He's obviously going to have a major load on his shoulder, you know, given where maybe Kyle Lowry plays, maybe he doesn't. Got different guys in the lineups. I think they're always going to kind of turn to all reliable at Jimmy Butler and kind of get those go-to scoring baskets too. So whether it's from that mid-range down low, I mean, he always seems to just kind of find a way against this Hornets team. So Gordon Hayward, P.J. Washington, Kelly Oubre, I think it's going to be kind of a collective defensive effort on him tonight uh, because they got to slow him down if they want any chance to even the season series in the finale. It's a good pick. It's probably the obvious pick as well just to kind of springboard off of that free throw shooting that you talked about. He was 6 of 8 from the free throw line in last night's game against Milwaukee. Finishes with a team high 23 points as well, so Jimmy Butler makes a lot of sense there. For me, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path. I'm taking a look at Kevin Love. I've seen so many articles and posts about this on social media that is Kevin Love the missing piece for Miami? Is he going to come in after getting bought out in Cleveland that he spent all those years in, and is he going to make this instant impact for the Miami Heat? He didn't do anything in last night's game. He didn't score. He was 0-4 from the field. They were all three-pointers. He did have eight rebounds and four assists. He also had a block and a steal, but in 22 minutes out there on the floor, it just doesn't seem like a whole lot, and I know he's an older guy. He's a veteran. They just 
kind of want to have that veteran presence. And that's great. That's all well and dandy, but you still need to punch your ticket to the dance in order for those guys to really excel in the postseason, obviously, because if you don't make the playoffs, then you're kind of back to square one because not only do you probably more than likely not have a great draft position because you were trying to go for it, maybe you traded those picks away. I don't know what the situation looks like for the Heat, but I mean, they're kind of on the tail end of a lot of these guys' career between Kyle Lowry. I mean, Jimmy Butler is still relatively young for the most part, but he's not getting any younger. And then you got guys like Kevin Love. I mean, Bam Adebayo's there. And then you had Cody Zeller, who they just were able to sign off the street as well. So I think it's a weird roster makeup, like I talked about at the beginning of this segment. But I want to see if Kevin Love has any more gas left in the tank, I guess, Sam. Yeah, I like the pick. I like it. It's a sneaky pick. It seems like he had some really big games against the Hornets last year when he was still in Cleveland. And, you know, he's still playing pretty well, I think, with the Cavs. And he got hurt and kind of by the time he was healthy to come back, they had just kind of gotten on a roll and he wasn't able to get back in the rotation. But he's definitely a veteran guy that has played in a lot of big games and a lot of, you know, playoff games and, and obviously finals games with Cleveland. And, like I said in the, in the you know previous answer, the Heat just always seem to find a way. They always seem to tap into these guys and maybe kind of getting a little bit of the rust off last night uh, for Kevin Love and getting sort of sitting on the bench out of the system a little bit. And he just kind of feels like, I agree with you, he feels like a guy that you can never really take your eye off because he's he feels like he's good for you know two or three or four sometimes three-pointers in a game. I don't know if they're necessarily going to start him again like they did last night, but uh, he, he's I still think I agree with you. He's still got some juice in him for sure. All right. That leaves us with stat to watch. What are you taking a look at here tonight, Sam? Yeah, my stat to watch is going to be pace. These are two teams that play entirely different paces going into last night's game. The Hornets were fourth in the NBA, fourth quickest tempo at 101.88 possessions per 48 minutes. The heat were 28th in pace at 96.78. So, Obviously, when you have two teams that are sort of on opposite sides, it's about who can kind of force the other one to play to their style. Hornets, I think, did a good job last night of kind of speeding Minnesota up at times, particularly in that first half. Uh, the way to do it tonight against the Heat is you got to be locked in on half-court defense, You know, make sure you're not fouling, You know, securing the defensive rebounds. And when you get those rebounds or you get steals and generate takeaways, get them going the other way. Get the Heat on their heels, kind of speed them up a little bit, get them off their rhythm and uh, hopefully you can kind of swing this one in your favor. But uh, I think that kind of the speed of the game will be a big factor tonight. So that's one thing I'm looking forward to is uh, seeing how the paces kind of line up. Totally agree with it. Miami will really pick you apart, especially in that half-court offense. So pace is a good one to look at because they do play in very different styles, and I think that the age of both of these teams has a lot to do with it. For me, i got to take a look at the rebounding. It's a pretty sizable spread at the end of the day. Charlotte's 7th in the association in rebounds per game, and maybe some of that is because that Charlotte just hasn't really shot the ball particularly well over the course of the entire season. Now, I know it's been different here over the last month or so of the campaign now that we have seen a healthy LaMelo ball, a healthy Gordon Hayward, and just a healthy roster in general. But Miami does not rebound the ball very well. They're bottom third. They're 26th in the association when it comes to rebounding. So I thought the Hornets did a great job against Rudy Gobert and some of those taller trees in Minnesota last night. I thought they did a great job cleaning up the glass. And hopefully that's something that they are able to continue in tonight's game. Maybe Mark Williams is able to pick up a couple more rebounds down there underneath the rim. And then you got Nick Richards, of course, too, that can provide a lot of rebounding as well. Again, those guys need to stay out of foul trouble. I don't see that being an issue here. Knock on wood, of course. Heading into tonight's game, Bam Adebayo is a very good center. He is able to get you in foul trouble. He's able to be physical and beat you one-on-one. But I think Mark Williams is able to have a bounce-back game. Just, again, two quick fouls last night 
just throws it off the rhythm, throws off the rotations, throws off really everything. But Hornets were able to be resilient in that regard. So that's why rebounding is my stat to watch here in tonight's contest. If you're within shouting distance of Charlotte, we'd love to see you as the Hornets kick off a four-game homestand tonight against the Miami Heat. It is 7.04 night. We will be celebrating the culture of Charlotte, so be sure to get your tickets at Hornets.com or through the Hornets app as they take on the Miami Heat. If you can't make it to the game, of course, watch on Valley Sports Southeast. Listen to the one and only Sam Farber on the radio call on the flagship sports radio WFNZ. I'll take care of your scoreboard updates and your halftime and post-game show as well. Sam Proe, the lead writer of Hornets.com, Thank you for joining me on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Of course. Thank you for having me. And thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. We'll have a recap of this one on tomorrow's edition of the HHC. But in the meantime, for Sam Perley, I'm Rob Longo saying thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. We'll talk to you tomorrow once again on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.